Welcome to Manchester's Podcast. Thank you for joining wherever and however you're listening. The show that talks about anything and everything. Everything. And now, here's your host, Jason Manchester. Hey, good day, good afternoon, good night, wherever it is that you are, wherever you're listening from. Back for another one, and uh, yes, I have my trusty sidekick with me, Josh. How you doing, man? What's going on, man? Happy to be back. Yeah, I'm happy to be back. I had podcast the other night. It was great. Um, it's been a while since you and I did one, but I was hoping we could do them a little bit more often, but hopefully coming up, we'll be able to. Yep. Yeah, we've got a. Jason doesn't trust me, but he, we got a running debate on on me uh, getting my setup going, and I'm, I'm, it's going to happen. I'm, y'all can hold me hold me accountable too. That's right. <clears throat> well, we'll see. Anyway, Josh is here to um, to help out again tonight, and uh, always welcome. So, anyway. Um, I don't know. Good things going on, I guess. Good things were going on. It seems like, um, I don't know. I mean, I really don't know what to think uh, with the the virus. You know, we came out of the pandemic. We um, seemed like everything was going good. Events were happening or starting to happen. Everything was picking back up. And, you know, the government, or I guess to say the president was expecting to be at a uh, certain level, <clears throat> certain percentage of, of vaccinated people in the United States by a certain time. I can't remember the exact date, but it was supposed to be by a certain date. And he wanted to be there, you know, I guess, I don't know, to have everybody vaccinated so that everybody was safer. So that didn't happen. Okay. And here you go with the conspiracy theory stuff, right? So it didn't happen. And all of a sudden the Delta variant came out. So it, I don't, it, to me, it seems, I mean, why does it come out at the, the back end of that? You know, it's just weird how it comes out like that when, it seemed like everything was getting good. And just because they called for a certain amount of vaccines that they didn't get, now the variant comes out and it's supposed to be even worse. It's supposed to be, it I heard it the other day. It was supposed to be something like, uh, for every one person that contracted it, they could spread it to like six people, like immediately. It was like super contagious. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It's just, it, it does. It, it makes you questions like all of this, this gets crazy. And now they're saying that I guess young children can catch it or more susceptible yeah. to this strain too. Yeah. So now it's kids too. And it just makes me wonder, I'm not saying it's not bad. It could be. Um, but it's like, why, I mean, why does it come out now? And now all of a sudden it's with, you know, children can get it. it I don't, it's just weird anyway, but you know, I don't want to get too long winded about that. It's just, I know that's what's going on today. And <clears throat> I think there's a lot of people just giving everybody, you know, the government, the big finger, middle finger. Um, nobody wants to wear a mask anymore. Yeah. Everybody's tired of it. I mean, there's people out there to do it and there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, if you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. I have, I do not judge people that want to do it. Uh, my wife wears it. Occasionally when we go out, depending on how many people's around, 
Uh, our son wears it sometimes. Uh, I don't wear it. I, I, I mean, so I flew the other, other, it was like two weeks ago I flew and I wore it the entire time, obviously in the airport, on the airplane. I think you just flew yeah, yeah. somewhere. So it's not fun. Uh, mine is, I think I have a good mask. The problem is, is it's, I get super hot in it. So like my, my face sweats. Like like around my mouth, it's just it's aggravating as oh, shit. Oh yeah, it, the the best one of the best feelings in the world I've ever had is when we got off of the plane yeah. and outside of the airport, and I took that mask off. It was, yeah. yeah, it it is. It's it. You know, it's funny though. The stigma. You know, it used to be you saw somebody wearing a mask in a store, and you'd make a joke like, "Oh, I'm gonna go cough by them" or something. Well, you know? yeah, and, I mean, it, I've always seen them, but it was always it. Like you said, it was like, I wonder what's wrong with them. You know, they have something, breathe some, they have some, usually it was all congestive, like, you know, in your, you know, lungs and breathing and all that kind of stuff. That's why they wore it. But anyway, <clears throat> just seems funny. I mean, there's a lot of conspiracy theories probably out there about it. There's a lot of people talking about it. Had a friend of mine text me today about a conspiracy with the government and all that, which was pretty funny, but it's, it was kind of on the same lines as how I was already thinking. So it was pretty cool, but I don't know, man. Um, I hope it's not as bad as they say it is. Um, just because I don't want to go into another lockdown and I don't think the government can, I don't think the the economy can handle another lockdown. Oh, absolutely not. You got businesses right now that are struggling to stay employed, you know, or, and so, you know, they can't, they can't get people in They're They're hurting now that they're back open because they can't get anybody to work. So you, you do another shutdown, and a lot of these small businesses are gonna. It's gonna be the last straw for them, I think. It's gonna be rough, man. There's a lot of businesses that lost. Um, well, they lost a lot of business, but they also shut down. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, I know. I've been to a couple places, uh, like you say. I mean, even even here where I'm at. I mean, you see places that are closed down that. I mean, you would. I guess you would never really thought of them closing down before, you know, uh, pre-pandemic, and now you can walk up and down the road and, and see people. I mean, see businesses closed. Uh, we were in Charleston. There's quite a few there that are closed down. Um, just driving through towns. I mean, there's just pl- it's weird looking, man. It's just, and I just don't think the economy could take another one. Um, I hope anyway. I hope it doesn't close down. I don't want it. I want everybody to be safe, but wash your hands. I want to be, yeah, wash your hands, brush your teeth. So I don't know. I mean, anyway, we'll see how it goes. I think um, I think we'll be able to tell here probably within the next uh, few months because school is really starting up, and they're already. I mean, there's people, there's schools now that are sending kids back home after the first day. Because somebody had, I mean, I don't know how this works, but it seems like if your kid tested positive for COVID or something, you wouldn't send them to school. But I say it's first day. It might have been at least the first two days. I know there are several schools or at least one or two schools that have sent kids home because within two days they had somebody that was tested positive or had been around somebody who tested positive. So they sent all the kids home from school. And it's like, look, I don't know. It, it's, I don't want that either. I don't want the kids to have to stay home and, and homeschool 
and all that shit. I mean, it's just. There's probably a lot of parents that echo that same sentiment too. I I, I know <laughs> I got some some uh, some friends with young children. I mean, you know, but your kids' age and just they were so defeated <laughs> after last it's... year trying to you know between working from home and then trying to. I couldn't imagine. I know. I know a lot of people are hoping that we can get through this too. But I mean, it is scary to think that all it takes is one person not paying attention to how their kid's feeling, send them in, and then they shut the whole thing down well, again. So parents have always done that. I mean, parents who who have no choice, yeah. <clears throat> they have nowhere to put their kids, and they they may not be. It's easy for somebody to go, don't take, don't send your kids to school, but if they don't have anybody to keep them. And they can't stay home. They don't have sick days or, or whatever. They don't want to miss a day, you know? So you got to send your kid to school. I mean, and, and pre-pandemic, uh, you'd hear, you know, people would get a little pissed off or whatever, but, you know, they have some sniffles. So you go home and now Johnny spreads it to to Bobby and now Bobby goes home with a cold and, you know, whatever. But with COVID, it's a lot different because people are a lot touchier because, you know, I mean, you know, there's people that have died from it. Yeah. So I don't know. Anyway, yeah. we'll see how it goes. Yeah. I think, you know, I, I, I think if, as long as I, I think the major problem we have is overreaction these days. I mean, I understand it's probably better to overreact than underreact and with, with, you know, I guess with a global pandemic, but at the same time, you can't, you can't go assuming that everybody's, carrying it and, and you know and the the whole school is just about to contract it you know i mean it, i think i think a lot of the schools have taken great precautions from the things i've read just with uh you know how they've spaced the desks out in the class how they're uh, they've changed the lunch schedules um because they all had to adapt last year you know so hopefully hopefully they can bring those practices into this year and and uh the kids can be good safe and healthy i mean because you know the kids they're gonna get they're going to have germs. Kids are sick, man. You send your kids to yeah. school and you, I mean, you almost hope they get sick because that's what starts the whole trend of them not getting sick Yeah, because they, they start to get colds and they, you know, that's what, um, you know, builds up their immunity or immune system. So I don't know, whatever. We'll see how it works out. So yeah, we will see how it goes. How's everything else going, man? It's been a while. Yeah. Good, man. Getting ready to, uh, to make a move across, uh, Across the south, set up uh, new routes in a new state. So, Birmingham, Birmingham, Alabama, man. Um, you know, I, I lived in South Alabama for a couple of years when I was a kid. So I've spent some time there. And uh, as a as a self proclaimed Tennessee fan, you know, I'm, it's hard to admit, but I'll, I I will wear it's the orange one. and white for the rest of my life. Um, it's not a it's not a very welcoming place. So not in Alabama. So I mean, uh, the only orange you can wear there is that burnt orange, you know, burnt orange and blue. And that, if I had to pick a side in that state, I'm definitely going War Eagle before oh, I say Roll Tide, man. Yeah, uh, you got a whole new, whole new, uh, whole new position coming up, man. It's yeah, be good. Yeah, it's I'm good ex- for you. I'm excited, <clears throat> man. It's uh, had a lot of move. A lot of a lot of great people get me ready for the position. So I'm I'm uh, I'm pumped and. Uh, nice fresh start, man. That's, that's the biggest thing is, um, you know, without boring everybody with my life, I, it, it's been, um, it's been a crazy past few months. So I think a fresh start is going to be amazing. And I'm, I'm, I welcome it uh, with open fun. arms. It'll be good, man. Nothing wrong with that. So we'll be doing the, uh, we're doing the podcast long distance. Yeah. It'd be cool though. I, I'm going to get technologically savvy with all this stuff. Uh, Jason's going to 
set me up with a he's gonna send me the right kind of microphones <laughs> and he said he was gonna buy me a brand new computer to run there the podcast which is awesome that was really nice of him he just he just offered it which is really cool um don't say that too loud yeah so no. yeah manchester podcast be, uh, computer giveaway. about that so <laughs> But yeah, so I'm excited, man. I'm looking forward to it. How about you? How's, how's everything been with you? Everything is good. Everything is... It's So I mentioned it earlier. We started uh, started traveling. So I flew to Orlando, which was nice. Yeah. Um, only thing I didn't like was having to wear a mask the entire time. So... I mean, you get you get used to it. It's just weird to me when you're when you're on a plane or even in the airport, and <clears throat> you you're not supposed to take it down unless you you're eating or drinking, right? So now on an airplane, I don't know what you fly. I fly Delta. We flew American. Okay, so on Delta, what you're supposed to do is <clears throat> now it used to be you just you could pull it down. If you had a drink or a snack or something, you could you could pull it down and you'd be good. Now they tell you you're supposed to pull it down, take a sip, put it back up. So how heavily were they enforcing it on your flight? Uh, so I don't. They weren't. In, they weren't. The only thing they're really enforcing is if they found you with your mask down below your nose and you didn't have food or a drink. Yeah. And I get it, but it's like, look, okay, so I can, I can have, I can have a drink, I can have food, and I can pull my mask down, right? And if you even go by the old rules, and you don't, and they don't enforce the other one where you had every, I don't think they're going to because there's too many people on the plane to go. Oh, you're not pulling it down enough and putting it back up the right way. You know, I don't think they're going to do that. They tell you that, but I think that. Um, I didn't have a problem with it because I just kept it down. Like when I had my coffee, I kept my mask down and I drank. Nobody said anything to me. So the problem is, is why in the hell would you, if it's okay for you to pull it down and drink and eat, right? So just say, I don't know, it takes me to drink that cup of coffee on an airplane. It takes me 10, 15 minutes to do that. That's fair, right? Yeah. Eat a enjoy your snack. Eat a, a bag of almonds that has I don't know maybe nine or ten if I'm lucky, <laughs> right? So, just say 10, 15 minutes. I'll stretch it out sometimes further, yeah. right? I'll eat like one almond, biting almonds in half, and then eat one almond, <laughs> and then eat one almond. You know, so <clears throat> if you do that, you have your mask down again. And say the person beside you has their, I mean, there's people everywhere. It's got all kinds, you know, that's the excuse to keep the mask off. What good does it do you to have a mask on, period, at that point? Yeah, because, I mean, when you're chewing and stuff, I mean, there's, you don't realize it, but, in, you know. yeah. But you're you just should, breathing, yeah, though, yeah, anyway. I mean, still particles and stuff. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. It's like the whole having to wear a, a mask to your table in a restaurant, but then you take it off as soon as you sit down. I, and then you got to put it back on when you get up. I've never understood that one either. So, and again, I don't want to go down this road, but yeah. it's hard not to. No, it's it's the hot topic. Why why do you wear a mask when 
That's a good point about the restaurant because there are still restaurants where you have to wear it in, but you, it's not where we're at directly, but when you get into town, they're more, they're enforcing it again. So when you, when you walk in, you got to do that, you got to wear it. But anyway, so after the pandemic had cooled down and, and everything started to open it up pretty much a hundred percent, right? Masks were no longer mandated in a majority of places. They came out and kind of said, eh, you know, there are people going, there were doctors. Masks really aren't doing exactly what they said it was supposed to do. Not exactly keeping you from getting sick. They're not really, it's not helping much, yeah. right? Especially a lot of what people wore. Because now if you wore the de- the right kind of mask, yes. But the mask that they're telling you to wear is nowhere close to what you would wear, say, if you were a painter or actually like a scientist oh, yeah, wearing a nurse or something. Yeah. yeah. So they're telling you, telling you to wear this little mask and that was supposed to protect you from <laughs> what supposedly are very tiny particles that can get through the holes of say your shirt, if you had it over your whatever. Yeah. And most of the masks that were being worn. Right. So, I mean, how are you being protected if they're telling you to wear these masks, knowing that I know, okay, back up. So I know that they go, they always say, well, there's only a certain percentage that can get through the mask. Still the whole, the big picture is what the hell is the mask going to do for you when you got to pull it down? Well, yeah. And that, and then the fact that most people got theirs off of Etsy and somebody made it out of, cause it looks good. <laughs> yeah, it just become a fashion statement. <laughs> or they got, I mean, look, the- wear a mask I, again. I'm not going to judge you. Wear a mask. Yeah. If you feel safe, wear a mask, <laughs> you know? And look, I, look, I don't want to get it. And chances are me talking shit about it. I could get it, but hopefully not. I, I did get vaccinated even though I didn't want to, I got vaccinated. You got vaccinated. I did. Yeah. I mean, I felt like shit for the uh, second vaccine. First vaccine, my, my, my arm hurt for, I rotated arms too. Did you rotate arms? No, they did the same one both okay, times. They asked me, I rotated arms. So, but it, so my arm hurt for about, I don't know, three days probably. It hurt bad for like a day. So the first shot, my arm killed. Like yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't even roll over on it. The second shot, I just got really, I was, I felt like death yeah. for a solid 24 hours. My arm didn't hurt that bad. It was really See, weird. So I didn't feel, I didn't feel bad. When I first got it, it took me probably six hours or so before it, um, maybe a little bit longer before it set in. And then it slowly sank in and I just felt wore out. I felt like pre-flu is what I felt like. Yeah. Um, I wasn't, I didn't get sick, sick, but I was so wore out. Like I had to sleep it off. I laid right there on that couch and was like there for, I don't know, 12 hours maybe. And then all of a sudden it was gone. Yeah. Like nothing ever happened. Yeah. It is the weirdest thing. Yeah. I guess, you know, it's crazy how these, these vaccines work and I guess the protein, I don't, I'm not a scientist, nor am I going to blame to, but I don't even know what the hell they put in us to be honest with you. Yeah. But, uh. I had to answer the, one of the questions. Are you allergic to raw eggs? Did you see that on yours? I didn't know. Yeah. What was that on? Uh, for the Moderna? One of the questions was, are you allergic to raw eggs? And if so, You had to answer? I mean, you answered questions? Yeah, they gave me a whole questionnaire to answer before I, I got the shot. And yeah, raw eggs. God, I don't even remember. I think, um, 
I just set up a time to go in. And well, we, you got yours at Publix. Yeah, the Publix. Yeah, over in the the freezer. I got mine at my doctor section. <clears throat> I went to, yeah, yeah. Step right up. You want a. Um, <laughs> Yeah, got, you want some got, sausages and, and maybe some hash browns, and we'll give you a shot of Moderna I while got, you're at it. I got some potato skins <laughs> and the COVID vaccine. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I did it without – I didn't want it. Uh, I did it. I did it. I could say I did it for the team, right? Yeah. Um, I wanted to pull my weight, so I did it. And I'm not. I'm not saying I hate it. I just didn't want it. Uh, simply because it was too new, right? Uh, and I don't know. There could be some long-lasting effects, I guess, but I don't know. I guess we're waiting to find out. But See, here, here it says here, it says, the COVID-19 vaccine currently authorized by the FDA are not manufactured using egg products or egg culture. I wonder why it asked me that then. That's weird. But, I don't know. Maybe they're doing another study. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tune in for part two on that one. Are you allergic to eggs? I don't. I don't think so. I love eggs. I do too. How? How? Which way though? Um. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care. Doesn't bother me one way or the other. Like a good omelet. Uh, yeah. Or drunk at two a.m. and you get sunny side up with some toast at Waffle House. Oh, buddy. Oh no. Hey, that's another topic for that's that could be a whole podcast right there. I know. Um, I think this thing's going dead, man. Uh oh. How much you got enough charge on that? It is it's weird. It's at forty-eight percent. That should be fine. It's good for right now. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> anyway, um, I don't know. We'll see how that does too. There's a lot of people that got vaccinated. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. I know they're pushing for more, and. I don't know. I guess we'll just see how it goes. But anyway. All right. So talk. That's COVID out of the way. Yeah. We, the I mean, mandatory did, COVID hour. Yeah. I did. Yeah. I mean, you almost, you feel like you almost got to touch on it, but I just did. I mean, I don't know. I just think it's been over 18 months since you haven't heard that word. There hasn't been a day in your life for the last 18 months that you haven't heard the word COVID, coronavirus, or some, you know. I got something for you. So I have to go. I'm going to California in a couple of weeks. All right. And I'm flying into Corona on Delta. That's pretty funny. If anything, so. I feel like that protects you. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? You're, I don't you're, know. You're going with the powers. I guess. So it's kind of ironic that I'm a, the Delta virus <laughs> and the coronavirus together and I'm flying on an airplane and flying into a city with the same name. That's pretty funny. So the only thing I'd know. be worried about is that Walmart and Corona, you catch something else besides COVID. But well, that's again, well, I don't, I don't know where I'm staying. <laughs> so, um, I haven't even booked the hotel. So I don't know where I'm staying at. Have they told so. you what it's like out there? I know California was, you know, of all the places, California seemed like it was ravaged the most by all the shutdowns and everything. Well, that's, I think that's just because of the, you know, we won't get into it, but yeah. it's it's California, man. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, I got people that, I got people that, I got cousins that live out there. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I don't know. It's how they, uh, it's whatever. I mean, we'll see how it goes. But, uh, so, yeah. back to, I mean, 
kind of on the thing that you, so you're, you're taking over a new job, taking on a new role and yeah, I've, I've done a podcast in the past about, um, kind of manifesting, um, I guess you say manifesting your dreams, <clears throat> not necessarily that that was your dream, right? Yeah. But say manifesting goals, uh, you know, making things happen in your life that, uh, that you want to happen, things that you, you genuinely want to chase, you know, you, you got to make them happen. And it's believe that you can manifest that by, um, thinking about it and, and, you know, just, I guess really, you know, your brain is supposedly, it's just a super powerful thing that you're supposed to be able to manifest things happening in your lifetime that you want to happen just by thinking positive and, and really, you know, um, just pushing for it and like setting goals and things like that. And I'm a believer that you can, you can manifest things to happen if you want it bad enough. Right. Yeah. I'm not saying that's where you want to be, but, um, you know, forever, obviously. But like, for instance, I've had, I mean, there's things that I want to, I've wanted to do and, I have, um, I just, I think about it constantly. So I think, and in in turn, thinking about it as much, I continue to work on it, continue to be positive about it, uh, continue to build on it. And then I set goals for things, uh, small goals to attain. That way it feels like I'm actually getting something done. Yeah. Right. So, like if, if I want, or if you want, whatever it is that you want in life, you know, I mean, is there a way that you go about doing things to, to get to that? Or do you just, I mean, you do like some people, you just like, you know what, that's what I want. I'll just keep working hard, get to it, whatever. Or do you, is it something that you really think about and you really want to happen? And is, do you believe in being able to manifest something like that just by pure will? You know, oh, absolutely. I mean, I think, I think, you know, having that attitude of this is going to be mine, I'm going to do this. It, it, you know, when you put that kind of confidence and you radiate that kind of, you know, confidence from and from your personality, right? I mean, people see that. And, you know, the one of the most attractive things to people, whether it be a significant other, uh, you know, a, a boss, whatever, friends, is a confident person. And I feel like if you're, if you have it in your mind, what you want to do, you know, obviously it takes hard work. You know, you're not going to get anything just by sitting on your ass. You've got to get out there and do it. You got to chase what you want, but you've got to, you've got to know in your head that when I'm doing this and when they talk to me, that I'm the guy they want or the girl yeah. they want, you know? And I, I, I do, I, I really do. I think that having that mentality, it, cause you know, before, before I took the job I'm in now, I, um, I was in some dead end, you know, I mean, there were good sales jobs. I made decent money, but there was, there was no future, you know? Um, and that kind of, that can work on your psyche. So I think having a, having something that you genuinely want to do or you enjoy doing helps that attitude a lot. I mean, cause being miserable, man, it's hard to really be motivated for that. It Um, is. I mean, you gotta, I mean, the job I'm in now, I I feel that, you know, I mean, I work my ass off to get to where I'm at. But I think that, um, 
you know, really wanting it bad enough, push me to do the things that I needed to do. Yeah. Right. To, to get to where I'm at. I mean, it wasn't given to me, but I also had to, I had to lay out the steps to get there. But I thought about this. I mean, it was constant. It was like every single day I thought about this and I, and I would set goals in my mind. I just, things that I wanted to obtain. And I just, you know, to me, if you don't think about it, it's out of sight, out of mind type of type of thing, you know? So it's like, if you don't think about it, it's not going to happen. But I think subconsciously, if you think about something that you really want to do, something that you really want to obtain, if you think about it hard enough, it pushes you, whether you think you are or not move, you know, moving towards that, that goal, you know, and I think that's super important for anybody that wants to get to wherever it is that they want to get. I mean, uh, I've talked about this before, like during the pandemic, it was, everything was shut down. A lot of people lost their jobs, right? So unfortunately it was the way to where you could really figure out what is it that you want to do in your life? You know, what is it that you really want to do? Are you working a dead end job? Are you working? I've always said, are you working a job or are you working a career? Yeah. Right. They're two different things. You can go get a job right now at Publix. I'm not saying it's bad, but it's a job. For most people, it's a job. And there's some people that move up. It is a career because there's some steps that you could take and you become, you know, manager um, or assistant manager, manager, maybe DM or something like that. So it's not a, it's not a bad position to be in, but for the most part, a lot of people, majority of people work jobs. They don't work careers. And then even if you work a career, it may not even be the career that you want to be in. So, I mean, having, having a job at Publix is not bad, right? So, um, it's a lot of people, it's a job, but the thing is, is when you have a career, even the career that you have is not necessarily a career that you want. So, you know, are you working, are you working for, you know, a system, a machine where you're just moving up a ladder to get higher, to make more money, have a title? Um, yeah, I mean, is that, is that what you want or is that just what you think you have to do? Yeah. You know, and I think with, I think with a small percentage of people, it might be something you want to do, but I don't think it's what you or I think it's what you do, but it's not what you want to do. So I think there's things out there, you know, that at the end of the day, you're passionate about. So the big question is, how do you turn that passion into a job? So that you're doing something that you want for the rest of your life, yeah. right? Because, I mean, in reality, you could be doing, I don't know, I mean, pick any number of things that you're doing, but it, it makes money, but you come home within a day and you just, you don't really enjoy it, you know? And there's so many things out there, especially nowadays that people enjoy doing that you can turn into a job. And that's why I go back to being in the pandemic. People had to find a way to make money, you know? So if you had something that you wanted to do and you thought about it for a long time, maybe, you know, Maybe you even thought about it harder and you started making more goals to to put in front of yourself and you know, in order to hit so that you could make some money, you start turning it into a job so you didn't have to go back to what you were doing. A lot of people had no choice. A lot of people lost their jobs. Oh yeah. 
So um, that was kind of a long way around what I was talking about, but it's about manifesting what you want to happen in life. Yeah. Right. And I think the way to do it is you really, if you're passionate about something and you want something bad enough, you can, you can really think about it and push for it subconsciously and make it happen. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, you know, the, 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 having the passion for what you're doing, you know, or where, where you're at is, is key too. I mean, because like you said, it's hard to have that positive attitude when you're miserable 40 plus hours a week. Yeah. And when you're, when you have a, a job that you're doing and you got to work 40, 50, 60 hours a week, some, sometimes it's more than that. And when you do that, you have no time to chase your passion. Yeah. And it is easy for people that have, at, that are doing something that they really enjoy and they go, ah, oh, you know, just, just quit your job. Go do it. Find it. But you can't. So how do you do that? You know, how do you, how do you turn something that you love into a job when you're working a job that you hate? And my advice, even though people don't want to hear it, is you take every hour that you have, right, to make that happen. So if you work 40 hours a week, right, if you, if you're working, say, what, 10 hours a day, eight to 10 hours a day. There's 24 hours in a day. So if you, if you work eight hours a day, that leaves you what, 16 more hours. So if you need how many hours of sleep you need, six hours. Yeah. I mean, so you spend, you spend as many hours as you can free chasing whatever it is that you want to chase or doing whatever it takes to make that stuff you know, happen. I mean, it, people don't want to hear it. People just like, I just don't have time. And you have time. You just got to make do with that time and, and know that when it comes to using that time, it's, I mean, you have to use it for that. If you don't want to use it for that, you can't complain about what you do in your life. Right. If you have an extra six hours, you have to devote that six hours to whatever it is that you love. If you work eight hours and you, you get your six hours of sleep, that leaves you a lot of time. So that means you got to get up early in the morning or go to bed late at night in order to do what you want to do. God knows I've done it. I, and my wife, my wife would tell you, my wife would sit here and tell you that, that I have spent probably way more time than I needed to chasing what I love. And I know she gets mad at me sometimes. I've said this several times on several podcasts, you know, but it's like I, I, in order to get to where I wanted to be and where I still want to go, I'd take every waking moment that I can to make, you know, to make that dream happen, to make that, to hit that goal. And I don't think you can sit around and wait until you know, I mean, what are you going to wait to a certain age? You can't do that. I mean, you, you have to take every minute of every day because you don't know how long you're going to be here. So if you take every minute of every day that you have free and dedicate it to whatever it is that you love, you, you can make it happen. All I right. mean, absolutely. But you have to, it's a tough road, dude. I mean, it just is. I mean, um, 
I think the biggest issue in today's world is that we live in a world of instant gratification, right? Big you, time. You want anything, you can have it. All you got to do is click a couple buttons on your phone and it's there. You want to watch a video, boom. You want to watch TV, boom. Well, social media. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just... <clears throat> in, streaming and all that, I mean. And uh, I think that's probably the biggest motivation killer of all. And, and people set false expectations for themselves, so they start grinding, and then they realize, man, this is hard. It's not going to come easy, and they just give up. And, and it's, I think that's probably one of the biggest detriments to our society these days is that we've become so used to getting what we want when we want it that we forget that we got to do, you know, we got to do the work to get to get the things we really want. And it's not just going to, just because it's on a video that somebody, your favorite TikToker, you know, yeah. got famous for making videos that they probably made a thousand videos a month. You know, they, they yeah. weren't just making a video here and there and getting famous. They're working at it. I mean, yeah. even, even, you know, not to give those, those kids too much you know, props, but it's true. I mean, there, you got these, these YouTube people and everything else, even those, the people that think it's, oh, it's easy, I can just make videos, those guys are still working like crazy. To, YouTube's to, crazy, man. I mean, yeah, you got to you gotta bust it every day. It's not an easy thing. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm, I've am i made, I make videos. I don't really do the YouTube thing. I do a little bit. I mean, I'll put some of these on there, but the thing is, is the people that are big in YouTube, it's constant. It's every oh, yeah. day. Absolutely. It's every single day. It, it Yeah, I mean, very small percentage and I don't even know what that percentage is, but I can tell you it's very small because if you listen to a lot of them, they'll tell you the stories, but there's very small percentage of people on YouTube that have hit something quick and it becomes, you know, viral, yeah, which launches them. But even, it doesn't matter. Even once you do that, if you want to have a career on YouTube, you have to, you have to bust it every single day. There's people that do like daily vlogging and stuff. It's every single day. And if you don't know what, if you don't know anything about vlogging, try to vlog one day and create a video that makes sense. That tells a story and see how hard it is. And there's people that do that every single day of their life in order to, to be successful on YouTube. Yeah. Cause that's their job. Yeah. So yeah, to, to go back to what you're saying, nothing, it's not going to come easy. I know it's, it, people say it all the time, but it's true. Things do not come easy. If, if you want something great, if you want something rewarding, it's not going to be easy to get. No, absolutely <laughs> not. And if it is easy to get, do you really want it? You know? Well, I mean, is it really that rewarding? If, yeah. if everybody can get it, who, you know, it's like, who gives a shit? True. You know? I mean, it's tough. If you, if you want to have something that you want to do for the rest of your life that you enjoy, you just have to take the time, the extra time that you have and devote it to that. I think that's the biggest thing for people to do is to take those extra hours and devote it to it. It shows how passionate you really are about something. Yeah, absolutely. Because if you're super passionate about it, time doesn't matter. You'll do whatever it takes to do it. And yeah, I don't know. It's rough. Speaking of which, so you talked about, Instant gratification, which is an interesting topic because um, I don't think I fall into that category. I think I'm somewhere um, a little off in the middle. So I think I'm getting close to the middle, but I'm not really, I don't have to have instant gratification. I'm the type of person that I'm glad it's there. If I want it, I can have it, but I don't have to have it. 
So like, for instance, streaming services. So, you know, there was once upon a time where if a series, quote unquote series came out, right? A TV show, right? Back then it wasn't really a series. It was just a TV show. Um, and it was successful. It stayed out for a while, but you would see it like every Tuesday or every Thursday or every Friday or something like that. It would be like once a week. So you'd watch a, what it would amount to, it was 30 minutes, but it was like, what, fucking 10 minutes of commercial. You'd yeah. get like 16 <laughs> minutes of show. Yeah. But you would watch it, and then you couldn't watch it again until the next week. And God forbid if you had to get up and go to the bathroom at the wrong time. That's or right. Something, or somebody knocked on the door. Yeah, it wasn't, there was no pausing it. There was no rewinding, nothing. Yeah. That's right. So <clears throat> uh, my question to you is, do you like the do you like the instant gratification of being able to watch an entire series or do you I mean how how do you fall in that? I mean obviously uh, it's there so you enjoy it. Yeah, yeah you like it. I but. mean I'm I'm you know I'm pretty guilty of binging shows yeah. like I mean if you find a good show um like Yellowstone I don't know if you I think we talked about it yeah, yeah. yeah you know and um so I heard about it uh, months ago and i watched i mean i watched the first all, all the seasons that yeah. were available in a matter of four days so it's great because you're like man yeah but then i think it's almost worse than how it used to be because you know used to you watch you know how if it was like a, a serious show like sons of anarchy right when i was yeah. in college that came out and watched you know every tuesday we had a party to watch sons of anarchy and you would have that weekly build up like oh man next tuesday yeah. next tuesday and then you would have eight months before it came back on again right. and it was horrible. Right. But with streaming, so say the season just ended or, you know, or whatever, if it's, you know, anything, uh, you finish quickly and then there's no telling when the streaming service is going to get the new episode. So I think it's almost worse in a way for that. Yeah. Um, but no, I kind of fall in the middle too. I, you know, um, I, I do enjoy being able to just sit and watch a show, but I, I can also, I have some shows that I've recorded on, um, on the, uh, on the DVR like, that yeah, TiVo I'll, or whatever I'll, I'll go back and watch, you know, uh, too. So I, yeah, I'm kind of 50, 50, but yeah, I just think, uh, I like it both ways cause we have it so we can binge it. There's plenty of shows that we've watched, but it's like, so you watch a show and you get into it and it's like, well, there's, you know, two seasons and you watch the entire two seasons. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, is there going to be another season? <laughs> yeah, then you got to wait, you know, which is great, but it's like, it's good because you have everything and you can kind of really keep consistency and you really can follow it really, really good. But it's almost, it's like, it's pretty cool when you have to wait, it makes you want it. It makes you want to see it. Oh, yeah. It makes you want to go, okay, I, I got to be home at 8 o'clock because I got to watch this show, you know? Absolutely. And it's cool because, I don't know, it gives you, it, it. to me, it makes you want it that much more. Yeah. It's that much more exciting. But, and the same, it's like, wow, I can watch 13 episodes in a <laughs> row, you know, and I can stay up all night and have it have it done. Well, yeah, those those Tuesday nights in the fall when we would watch Sunday. I mean, we there was it was built out like man, can't wait. We we'd go to the store, we'd get beers, we'd get yeah. you know we get snacks, put a sign on the door that said "Do not knock on this door for the next hour." I mean, it was we 
great memories behind that. So I do kind of miss that aspect yeah. of it for sure because it was, I mean, that was a blast. But, um, but Netflix yeah. has definitely changed the game. But oh, yeah. it's like everything is streaming now. You got, I mean, I mean, everything Netflix, Hulu, Apple TV. Um, I don't know what you use, but those are what else? Are we, I mean, you got Disney Plus, we got Discovery. Them. Only thing, I mean, I don't have like HBO and stuff like that, but the HBO Max is pretty great. I do enjoy that yeah, one. Yeah, but isn't that expensive? It's 15 bucks. I mean, that's what, yeah, H- but you add that on to Netflix and Hulu and 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 Apple TV and Disney and, and Discovery. And you do get movies before they're in theaters, though. They have they have some select movies that you can see before they're in theater. I mean, so 15 bucks a month, I can watch all my shows. And then, I mean, because you couldn't go see a movie in theaters for 15 bucks for two people. So uh, I mean, you can't, you can barely go for one for yeah, no 15 kidding. bucks. But, um, yeah, I like the HBO Unless they Max. went up now. They may have went up since they've been closed for so long. I wonder how that's going yeah. on. Yeah, hey, I don't know. It was, I I went recently and saw The Fast and the Furious. It was, how was that? It was, it was good. I'm, really? I'm a sucker for those movies, man. Those, no, I, I like them too, but I've grown I mean, up with them, but it's, it's, it's the same thing. You know, family's important. <laughs> don't mess with Dom Toretto. Well, you family. know what? I don't have friends. I got family. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I've always wondered about. It's like, okay, what is? I mean, friends could be good too. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I got family, but I got friends too. I mean, <laughs> it's uh, that's a saying, though, man. Hey, friends, I got family. So yeah, whatever. So talking about all this streaming, though, the funniest thing I did see somebody tweeted: it'd be really convenient if all of these channels could just be in the same place and I could stream them. You know, if there was some kind of package that had all of the channels together in the same thing. And somebody commented, "Yeah, that's called TV." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Man, it was such a it was such a Gen Z tweet too." It was, yeah, that, that's how the world's going. There's kids that don't even realize that that's how you used to watch TV. It's it is wild. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, having HBO at one time was a luxury, man. Yeah, I mean that was that was the that was the thing to have. That's where your movies came from. Yep. I mean, that's where, you know, thing you know, go to the movie theater and then all of a sudden it would be, you know, I don't know. I can't remember how long, a couple months, It'd month, be- month, two months or whatever. And then all of a sudden it would be on HBO. Be like, oh, man, it's coming on HBO. I can watch it at home now. <laughs> yeah. You know, so that would be the thing. But now, I mean, now they have made for, you know, made for um, Prime, made for Netflix. Yeah. Whatever I mean, it's and it's exclusive to those channels, but it that's what suckers people in. Yep, you know to get those, um, to pay those subscriptions. Plus, you 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 pay a subscription that's like two ninety nine to start out. Next thing you know, you know a year and a half later, you're paying twenty five bucks for it. Well, it's like Hulu. Hulu with ads, I think, has gone up to almost fifteen or without ads. Without ads, it's gone Dude, up I started out. Bucks. I think I want to say I started out somewhere around. I got Hulu when it nobody really knew what Hulu was, and I didn't even know what really Hulu. Was. I did some research on it, which one I should get, and I was like, I ended up with it, but it was only like twelve ninety nine, and that was with live TV. And now it is, it's either pushing sixty or if it's over, it's like fifty nine ninety nine now, something like that. Yeah, I mean they've upped their game tremendously, but it's yeah, still but, not, that's that's crazy, man. That's yeah, that. but when you look at if you look at that. And if I if I couple that in with everything that I need, so like if I switch to like a cable for provider, I mean I'm paying, I'd be paying just as much for a cable provider than I would be for that. It's like 
that's I guess that's their way of making money because they know they got you. Because, yeah. <clears throat> like, you know, these people aren't going to go away because why would I want to change to go to a cable provider? Uh, my point is, is I don't want to pay that much for Hulu because if I really wanted to, I could go to Comcast or something like that. And then, you know, I could have everything into one. Better internet and all that kind of stuff. But it's like, I mean, I don't know. It, I don't know. I don't know what makes sense anymore. It's, it's like is you keep adding all these packages. I mean, I guess it's better to have. I guess that's the question. What's the better thing? Do you go with a cable provider like that? I have a I have internet through a provider that I actually I only pay like. I pay a very little amount, but I have what I'm supposed to have, which is what is it? Um, I think uh, one gig. Oh, you got the gigabit package. Yeah. Oh yeah. But it's only. That's why he, he looks so so crisp. I don't clear. pay anything though. I mean, it's like cheap. They they made a deal. Well, see, Comcast wasn't in our neighborhood. I don't know what it is. If anybody's listening, I don't know what you got there. But it's like Xfinity, Comcast, whatever. But it's um, they've not, they just came into this neighborhood this year. So the provider that I have dropped their price and upped your upload and download speeds. See, that's what's crazy because like the base packages now are like a hundred megabits, and that that used to be the top of the line. Yeah. You're paying a hundred and twenty dollars a month for. I mean, they have to be though. I mean, with everything changing, uh, there's a lot of things to change. Yeah, I get one gig speed now. It doesn't. It doesn't go up to one gig, but it's pretty damn close. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's fast. But it's, so it's, I got the these two computers right here. I got running off of their they're hardwired. So I mean, it's like it, it stuff comes up like as I'm thinking of it. <laughs> That's how fast <laughs> it comes up. But everything else is, you know, Wi-Fi, but it frees up all the Wi-Fi everywhere else. Yeah. So. Now that's, yeah. yeah that's, you can do that's some, the way to go, man. Some serious gaming on that. I don't do any gaming, but whatever. I mean, I do sometimes. Yeah. FIFA. Do some FIFA. Oh, FIFA. 21. Speaking of FIFA news, we saw the, the big blockbuster news about uh, Lionel Messi, right? Uh, no, I don't think so. He offered, so I guess, um, Barcelona and I know this is totally off topic, but Barcelona offered, or he, or he, Barcelona's having, I guess, financial problems keeping him. So he offered to reduce his salary by 50% and they still told him no. So he's, wow. he's leaving Barcelona after he's been coming to, to Atlanta United. Yeah, <laughs> that, 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 that would be sweet. He would, they would sell that place Woo-wee. out. They, yeah, they should nice. just, you know, dump truck full of cash, but, uh, He's he, backing up. Beep. Yeah. Um, he, um, so he's been with that, with that program since he was 13 years old. Yeah. Cause you know, they, they have like their, the schools that these kids go to, yeah. they literally wake up condition, go to his class, soccer yeah. the rest of the day. Um, but he, um, yeah, so he's rumored to be signing with, uh, Paris St. Germain and he's going to be playing. So they're going to have a power team there. It's going to be him, wow. Neymar and, okay. uh, uh, Mbappe. The, like, I don't, I, if I have butchered his name i'm sorry soccer community but um so apparently that's going to be the new powerhouse over there they're going to be crushing it so anyway so there's your little sports fact for the day i didn't know that but whatever it's good for him i mean it's always good to 
Good to make money, man. He don't have to cut his money. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know what they're paying him, but I'm sure it's a, a healthy amount oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> to get him over there. I'm sure they want to keep him forever yeah. till he retires. Yeah, that denomination is called a fuck ton. I think is what they call that. We don't know. <laughs> Tell me about it, man. And yeah, they, um, yeah, I don't. I don't know many jobs that I would cut my salary in, in half for. I, I I like the money that they give me for what I'm doing. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I you know. So when you're making the kind of money he makes and, and for the time that he's made it, I'm sure he's put a lot away. So if you can figure out, I can live off of 50% of what I make, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. But he probably also knew that they were still going to fucking pay him. Yeah. Yeah, so, I almost felt bad for the guy. He was crying on TV and stuff. Well, I mean, you know. He, he he's been wipe. there forever. I mean, it's like a, it's you know. I mean, you played sports, man. Oh, it's yeah. hard. You look. You play with a team. I mean, you you have that camaraderie. It's like a family. It is like a family. It's like Dom, you know, and <laughs> Fast and Furious. Man, it's family. I don't well, have friends. I got family. We were at the bar the other night, me and my buddy, um, and uh, we were talking about. We kind of got on the topic of when you think of a team name, who's the first per- person that pops in your head, right? So we went through the Braves. We went through all the, the baseball oh, shit, teams, man. But that's how you, when you think of Barcelona, you think of Lionel Bartha. Messi. Bartha. Bartha. Yeah. Bartholona. Is that really how you say Bartholona. it? Barcelona. Yeah. Somebody, they did that on a podcast. I listened to a sports podcast the other day. I thought they were just screwing that's around. Barcelona. Barcelona. Like oh. you have a lift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Some soccer from Barcelona. Look, man, you stick with me. You'll learn some stuff. Yeah, Don't worry about I feel it. I'm cultured now. <laughs> you will shit. be cultured on this yeah, show. Put this pinky up while I take you a sip You will be of this cultured. Drink. I am. Nothing but culture over here on this side. So, but no, I mean, I think, you know what, too? I think um, to get, well, it's not even on track. It was off. It, this, isn't, <laughs> this is just on a separate track. Yeah. But so, yeah, I think um, hopefully, hopefully um, at some point we can do like a live podcast. I'd love to do a live podcast. I like to know what people think, too. Yeah. Um, if, if we did a live podcast, you know, how many people would actually, you know, participate? It'd be pretty cool. I mean, like put it up and say, hey, you know, we'll do a live podcast. We'll take some Q&A, just BS a little bit about anything. It doesn't matter what it's about. It could be about anything, any topic, whatever. Just yeah. talk about stuff. And no, that'd, get be, people. that'd be fun. I think it'd be pretty cool to, yeah. to engage, have people actually, you know, I mean, they could call in or. Or whatever. Even I mean, you could even message or whatever, but they could call in and just kind of hang out and do like a you know do our own hangout fest. Yeah, that'd be sweet. <laughs> hey, just to be at the podcast. I just have to <laughs> warn you. You know, I have uh, I have some very supportive family. So my uh, my nana, she lives in uh, she lives uh, nah. lives in Tennessee. This is my aunt. Um, she would most definitely be sending all sorts of love. So, well, she has to. Uh, she has to subscribe first. Yeah. Oh, she so. would. She would, and she she'd tell us how handsome we were and how awesome. how great awesome. we were doing. So, so we we will at least have one That's one. What grandmothers are for? It was. Uh, we'd have at least one live fan for sure. I know that'd be great. No, we should really think about doing that. I really would like to to do a live one and and kind of see where we. Uh, See where it goes. See what kind of topics come up and how we can talk about it. And that'd be pretty fun. Yeah. You know, if, if you hadn't, with the, the last pr- promo for this, if you hadn't shown my face, we might could have gone with like some kind of mysterious, you know, who who's who is the guy behind the, the, 
the mic kind of thing. I could have worn a cool mask. Yeah, but I found a good picture of you, man. So I had to. It was a good one. I was. He, he, cut, he cut out. I was standing next to Biggie Smalls. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it was a cutout of Biggie Smalls. So Madame, I cut Madame out Tussauds. Yeah, <laughs> Where, that was in um in Vegas. In Vegas. Yeah, yeah. He was. He's a big boy. I, I mean, I knew he was a big boy, but he's a big boy. If that was to, to I scale, I think they are to scale. Yeah, I we because they had Shaq there, and I felt I've never, Shaq was like I've, Shaq's what seven foot seven one or something I, like I've that. I've never felt that tiny standing next to a human. Nobody feels. I mean, he's a big dude, man. He's I swear he's like seven foot. He's seven yeah. One, he's I think like he's that. I think it's seven two seven three. I don't yeah. know. He's he's got like size twenty two shoes. So yeah. So uh, it's not a funny story, but it's a story. So when I started with Monster, this was I, I might have been there a year or two, something like that, maybe. Um, we did a we did some kind of like promo sampling thing at a at a food line in Charlotte, and uh, they had Shaq's Mustang there. It was a custom Mustang, and they the back seat there were no back seats, so. Because he had to sit all the way back. Yeah, it was pushed all the way to the back, to wow. the very back. And you sit in it, and it's like, you know, I mean, you're sitting in it where, and your legs are like where the back seat floorboard would be, <laughs> you know? And he, I mean, it's just crazy to think of somebody that big, that tall. And you really don't know unless you've been around, and I have. I've been I've been to NBA games. I've been to baseball games and football games and where I've actually been next to players and you don't realize how big those guys are because they're all next to people that's their size. Yeah. So you when you see somebody shorty, oh that's a short dude right there. That guy could be six two, you know, six one, six two, <laughs> six three, you know, standing next to a guy that's six eight or six nine. So you don't you don't realize how big these guys are. I yeah. mean they're they're huge. Um, and then there's for the most part. teams of them. That's the craziest thing is that there are yeah. teams of people this size. And I, you know, you think about it like in life, how many people have you encountered just in the street that were that tall, you know, but then there's happens to be 11 of them or, or, or 10 of them, excuse me, running up and down the court together. It, it is wild. I know. Well, yeah, I mean, I know people that are pretty tall. Normally, usually I'm around all of them at one time, <laughs> you uh, know, that's yeah, uh, of course. <laughs> so, um, I mean, I'm I'm like close to average height of the male, you know, human, which is weird because it's like so everybody else is like abnormally large, you know. They're, I mean, you get people that are six two, six three, six four, Joe six five. I mean, it's just you know, big dudes, man. Yeah, you know. So, and then you, I don't know. There's a lot of them out there, but the percentage of people are not that tall. But then you, like you said, you got teams of guys that are yeah, they're just all hanging out know, together, anywhere from six five to six nine, you know, seven foot. It's like Jesus Christ, man! <laughs> he's pitching. By the time he stretches and gets down to the, you know, throws the ball, he's only like three feet from me. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, yeah, he's like he's... putting the the ball in the in the catcher's mitt. It's uh, it's crazy. I don't know. It's. It's pretty cool though to see, um, to see that. Yeah, I mean it's like Evander Holyfield. You know, I went to a Braves game one time and I was in the, I was in the, you know, up in the suite and I, it was like right below us. Evander Holyfield was there. He took up like two seats. He's a big boy. He was he yeah. 
he's like four foot wide. <laughs> I mean, he's massive. Yeah. Um, he's a big dude, man. I mean, I don't know. Most athletes are. I mean, that's just the way it is. <clears throat> um, especially basketball players. What's well, like um, Giannis? And I'm not gonna Giannis. Yeah. Me, I'm not gonna say his last name because I'll. Uh, uh, yeah, that guy. You know, he just yeah. won the championship. Yeah. He's grown seven inches since he's been in the league. I, I mean, I don't understand how. I don't know. That's what's. That's I stopped growing like when too. I got out of high school. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I even grew again so I, after that. When I turned four. I've been the same size since I was fourteen. We thought, oh man. Josh is going to be a big boy. No, no. I think that's what they thought with me. I, I remember my parents talking. About, I think the doctor at some point thought I was going to be, you know, like six two, six three, six four, somewhere around there. So I was excited. I was like, hell yeah. Because yeah. I love baseball. I was like, that's just going to do nothing but, you know, be better. That and football. I grew, I went one summer. I want to say, I don't know, sometime in high school. I want to. Might have been middle school to high school or right after freshman or something, but I grew like four or five inches in the summer. And I was like, hell yeah, you know? Yeah. I mean, I went from being like shorter than my mom than taller than my mom. And that's when I knew I was really growing, you know, when I was, she was shorter than me. And I was like, all right, I'm on my way. And then I stopped. You know, it was just like, I, I, I grew maybe an inch or two more. And, I don't, I don't honestly don't think I grew when I went into college. I don't think, and then everybody else grew another inch or two or more. You know, my friends did. So we were all like the same size. I was a little bit taller, same size, most of them, but I think I was a hair taller. And, but then there, I had some that, you know, grew as we got into college and I never grew again, but, um, I don't know what the hell it was. I mean, um, didn't work out for me. Yeah. But that's the way it goes, man. Such is life in the universe. That you can't manifest. That just kind of happens. Uh, well, you know, <laughs> I mean, whatever. I mean, it's, I don't know. It's good, I guess. Some of the, I don't know how some of the people get clothes. They don't find clothes. It's like, so take uh, Joe, for instance. You know, he's 6'5", and he complains about sitting in cars and shit all the time, you know, because he's too big. Yeah. It's just like, it's uncomfortable for him. I mean, I don't, I would not, I don't want that. Yeah, I'm saying, I, I feel that way sometimes, and I'm six foot. I can only imagine being any taller. Yeah, but you're like six foot wide, too. Oh, you asshole. I mean, wow. That was, <laughs> that was uncalled for. I'm joking. Um, no, I know. I mean, but think about it. I mean, I know people say, oh, I wish I was taller, but you think about the problems. You have as many problems when you're tall as you do when you're short. Yeah. You know, I mean, when you're that big, I mean, wide and everything, you can't. It's just uncomfortable in vehicles and, you know. I couldn't imagine a plane. Airplanes and stuff, all, man. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, he was just complaining the other day about having to sit on an airplane, you know. I mean, unless you're in, like, first class, you know. It's just, it's, it's. I don't know. I mean, like, I saw, I, I got on the plane from Vegas. Last time we were in Vegas coming back, I was uh, I was on the same flight with, uh, with A-Rod. And, oh, wow. Yeah, and... Yeah, you know, A Rod's a pretty big dude. Yeah. He's in first class, but he took up, you know, pretty good part of that seat. Yeah. And uh he was with J Lo. She didn't take her her ass did. Uh, <laughs> my wife will hear this and probably love that. But um I'm just kidding. But no, he she was with him, but I mean they were like she was all hooded up and everything. But um Yeah, he's a big dude. So he took up a lot of that first class space. So you imagine him trying to sit and you know, back in coach. Oh, I mean, gosh. you can't. I mean, I, I'm uncomfortable, 
in coach. Oh yeah, it's I mean it's not a it's like stadium seating, but in you know you're crammed into the course. Yeah, I you mean, gotta, you pay, and you can't move. Got to get that exit row. See, and you got to have a seatbelt on. Yeah, get that exit row. But you know, just, and you got to wear a mask. Yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> that was that's the only I think that's the only reason I was able to under to to you know stand this last trip was just because we had exit row I had the you know the leg room yeah if I'd been in the row behind me I'd probably yeah. probably would have been god awful you think the uh you think the uh you think that mass thing's gonna change any on the plane no I think it, I think everything's think here to, to stay get, I think it's uh, well I think give it probably at least another year. I, I don't I think things are gonna go I I don't I I'm gonna knock on wood now. But I, I think we're gonna go into a, a smaller version of a shutdown again this year. I yeah. really do. I think it's I think it's bound Could. to happen. Um or if not the, the the regulations there might be curfews again. Yeah. Um and then uh but hopefully not as, as dramatic, you know. But um I don't understand the curfews though. Yeah, I guess COVID comes out at it night. It comes out yeah. after uh, seven o'clock. Yeah, that's the what it killed me about. It killed me about these restaurants. It'd be like we're closed at seven. Why are you closing at seven? Yeah, you know everything closes at, at you know like Publix closed at. I think it closed at seven o'clock. So why? I mean, I don't understand. I mean, I, I guess it was really so they could go in and. Yeah. They were getting killed. I mean, the people were going in and hoarding stuff because, yeah. like, toilet. that and cleaning everything and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, I hope that doesn't happen again, man. I need my toilet paper. Yeah, I think I think I might stockpile some just to be safe. We need it. We need to stockpile that and paper towels, dude wipes too. Those are a good one to have. That and I mean, Jesus Christ, the uh, hand sanitizer. God, you could. I mean. It was crazy because I I didn't think about it until I went to the grocery store one day. I was like, Dawn is like 99.9% kills bacteria. Yeah. So I bought, I was like, oh, right, I don't need that. I'll just buy Dawn. Dawn dish soap. Yeah. The next thing, you know, I think more people started to think about that. The next thing, you know, Dawn was gone. I was like, God. That and then the Lysol sprays and the. You couldn't find any of that yeah, shit anywhere. It was crazy. I, we, we we were in Augusta when when the things started kind of going crazy. So we went to four different Walmarts trying to find hand sanitizer. And the last place we went to, there was a box up on the top that had yeah. one left in it. And I was like, yep, yeah, nope, that's mine. Yeah. That's one of those where people fight you for it. Oh yeah. If they knew that you were like, if they spotted that, it's like black Friday and it's the last hundred dollar TV, man. It's insane that people, Hoarded toilet paper. I would have never guessed in a million years that people would hoard toilet paper. No. I mean, it's just the weirdest shit. Think about it. I mean, out of all the stuff in a grocery store, I'm going to buy up all the toilet paper. I mean, I don't, I mean, where did that come from? I where think, did that stem from? I think they said it was a comfort thing. It was just, I, I, and I don't understand the, I mean, I guess the comfort from, I mean, because you need toilet paper, but people, it was just one of those necessities that people, for whatever reason, latched onto, but you know, it starts as that, but then it turns into p other people here. Well, the toilet paper's running out. We better go get some. And then, you know, you go in there cause you just happen to need toilet paper. It's just, Hey, I yeah. ran out at the house. So I'm coming to get some more and it's all gone. You know, and, but I then, heard that uh, along, I mean, when it sometime around when it really started, I heard that, I guess it was rumored that 
coronavirus you could experience like diarrhea. Ah, well, that would make sense. Um, hey, so speaking of that, are you uh, not the <laughs> diarrhea, but the vaccine? So, what if you uh, are you gonna get another vaccine? Man, I don't know. Are you done with it? I don't know. I mean, I don't want to. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I want to jinx myself, but I mean, so far so good. So, um, I don't. I mean, I was never. I was never a person that got the flu shot, though. I, I don't think. Maybe when I was a kid, my mom made me. You yeah. know, but I, I've never. I've never taken any kind of preventatives like that. You know, I mean, other than like vitamins and stuff. But you yeah. know, I, so. So I don't know. I. I mean, it just depends on. I mean, it's going to depend on employer mandated things. Probably that's probably going to be a big one. Um, and then, um, you know, just different things in different parts of life, depending on just the climate of wherever I'm at or what I got going on. But I don't, I, I don't know. What about you? Uh, if you had a gun to my head right now, I would say no. Yeah. I had to have it now or never. I would say never. Really? I just, um, no, I mean, you know, I don't know. I'll take that back. I don't know. Um, I've never had a vaccine. I never, from the time that I had to have them as a kid to now, I've never had anything else. When I got my last vaccination and last shot, all the shots you got to get as a child and everything growing up, once I got done with all that, I never had another one ever. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think I have either. So I mean, I I, I don't have a. I never had a flu shot. Never wanted one. Um, can't tell you the last time I had the flu. Um, but I think a lot of that stems from being healthy, eating pretty good, working out. Um, you know, <clears throat> I think that plays a lot into it, man. I think it has a lot to do with how you are. Uh, I think there's people that are unhealthy and you have underlying conditions. So which could cause you to possibly get it easier and worse than some people. I think there are some people that need it. I think there's others that don't need it. Now I understand why they say maybe you should get it. You know, everybody just get it to be done with it. And then you don't have anything to worry about, but I just, I don't know, man. I just, I don't, I don't like the idea of, I don't know what the hell you're giving me. Yeah. I don't know. I think that, that that's the biggest worry is in like 15 years watching TV late at night and it popping up. Did, did you or a loved one get the Moderna COVID-19 yeah. vaccine in 2020? You may be entitled yeah. to a large settlement. <laughs> yeah. So Even though by the time you get it, you will not be alive anymore. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, what if the government is trying to cut the population by 75%? And they say, I mean, which ones are they trying? Are the vaccinated people the ones that are going or the ones that are not getting vaccinated going? Yeah. I mean, hey, look, I've watched the entire series of The Walking Dead and um, that shit started in Atlanta where the CDC is, are the Center for Infectious Diseases. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, either way. So, I mean, hey, we could just be getting ready to to get our Rick Grimes on and, and, uh, just have to rebuild us a new colony. There's a lot of stuff coming out that <clears throat> that's I think has answered some questions, but there's there's things that are coming out now that in the beginning people were speculating, I think, that are that are actually becoming truth now. Yeah. Like, you know, 
or supposedly the truth. I mean, it's, uh, I think everything's leaning towards it being in a, um, brought out of a, uh, of a lab, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, what else? I mean, I don't know. It just leaves a lot of unanswered questions, man, as far as, I mean, what the hell is out there? Is it even, is the Delta virus even real? Are they just saying that because they want everybody to be up to a certain point of vaccination? Yeah, the you timing know. of everything is, so. is, is it's definitely enough to raise questions. That you could you could do a deep dive on you could on that for sure. But yeah, I mean we'll see. I, I don't know. That's a TBD on for that one on me. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I'm the same way, but um, I don't know, man. Anyway, good talk. Yeah, man, this is fun. I, I love doing good this talk. Uh, we we're kind of all over the place. Went off the rails a couple times, but um, a little more structure this time though. It's, you know, it's what it's all about. Just talk about some shit and, and hopefully, like I said, I, I think what I want to do, I, I'd love to do a live one. So um, anybody that is listening, um, you know, be ready for that. Because we, you know, we'll probably go live. I don't know. YouTube, Facebook. Um, yeah. Go live on there and then, uh, you know, take some questions, take some people calling in and stuff like that. Just, I mean, it's just really all over the place, whatever, just random questions. It doesn't matter. It's not even have to be structured. Just whatever people want to talk about. Yeah. It'd be pretty cool to have people call in and, and actually, um, participate. So, yeah. And you know, it, uh, on our, our, on, on, well, Jason's, I'm going to say our, that's maybe overstepping just a little bit there. But on on the uh, on the pages, All family, you could always uh, you know leave a comment, something you want to hear us talk about. For yeah, if people will uh, go on and comment, that's it'd be good. Don't be scared. Um, anyway, for the so, right right price, we'll talk uh, about you for an hour. That's right. You know. Yeah. Or if you know somebody that you want to be on here, or just a con. I mean, I don't know anything topic or whatever. It's yeah. always good to have some input. So absolutely, like, follow, share, and subscribe. That's right. Good talk, um, as always. Yeah, man. Thank you for having me back. And yeah, so we'll um, we'll do it again soon. You never know. Maybe pretty soon. So getting my mic, getting my camera. Go get you. Go get you some stuff. Yeah, get set up, man. And then you'll leave. You'll do your own podcast. You never know. He might be doing his own podcast one day. Nah. So I'll be on his podcast for a guest. <laughs> but anyway, all right. Wait. Well, hey, appreciate everybody listening. Um, as usual, it's been uh, it's been fun, and uh, I don't know. I guess we'll see you on the next podcast. Yeah. Thank you for listening to another episode of Manchester's podcast. Make sure to hit that follow button on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and anywhere podcasts can be found. Also, make sure you're following on Instagram at Jason Manchester and at Manchester's podcast. 